Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. In today's episode, I share with you a few simple ways to build a corporate discipleship culture. I hope it encourages you. Take a listen. Uh, you can go to nancymccrady.com, click on and download that PDF, and uh, you will be able to see there is a way for what God does in us personally to then begin to impact what we are doing corporately, whether that is in business, building a church, building an organization, Christian school, spiritual staff development. It can uh, go wherever God wants to send it. And we want to be a part of that with you in your efforts to move with God in these days. So take a listen. I hope it will be of great encouragement to you. All right, let's continue today with what I began on the previous episode of sharing what it means to build cultures of discipleship. Now, building a culture uh, takes time, fortitude, stamina takes really understanding the long-range plan that God is uh, building a certain kind of person. That doesn't happen overnight. Uh, There have been studies that show, you know, you can change your mind 10 to 15 times in a day, right? You can uh, wake up in one mood, go to sleep in another. You can change your mind so many times, flip-flop back and forth. But to change a culture to change the interior way that you live inside your own self, to change then the way that you lead an organization, a church, a ministry, a business, uh, a family, a home, um, can take, again, considerable uh, amounts of time and certainly more time than it takes to change your mind. And so this is not something, you know, lightweight that we step into. But, you know, as the old saying goes, you know, uh, a long journey begins with one step. But there is a way to do this. And so, again, you can go to nancymccrady.com. You can scroll down and click uh, where it says download PDF uh, and be able to receive this in your inbox and be able to see it in greater depth. But again, it's just a simple free PDF that at least lets people see, yes, there is a very uh, laid out way to proceed. This isn't something we're making up overnight. We are not a fly-by-night ministry. This is something that I've lived in for 30 plus years. I've passed this on to others for 25 plus years. Um, There is a way to go forward It is organized yet organic. This is so important. You know, the whole point of having a skeleton is so that you can put meat on it. That skeleton, what seems like hard bone and may look rigid, is really what allows for flexibility and mobility. You know, you can't get all your meat around if you don't have the skeleton, right, that allows you to be able to move. So we don't hate structure, but we can't be controlled by structure. So there is a way to organize that allows for the very powerful, fresh, organic move of God 
within any church organization or personal life. So we want to make sure that we don't act like we hate uh, structure. Um, we just need to understand the place of it in this time of what many call the new wineskin so that the new wine can come in. But there is a wineskin. <laughs> there is something that holds the glory. There is something that allows for the glory to move through man, through mankind, through men and women, through people, which is God's heart and plan through his sons. So all of that to say there is a way to begin to build a culture of corporate discipleship that's really about kingdom, right? Is that there's a way that the kingdom of God that is within our hearts to begin to have a way of expression. And so if you are on uh, the website, you'll see uh, that the opening picture, we're building cultures of discipleship, uh, that it that has a button that says start the conversation, or later I think it says schedule a call. Because discipleship, the building, the maturing of the sons, the people of God, the house of God, uh, because something's afoot in God's holy house, right, is very relational. This is a very relational work. So it's not something programmed, it's more of a process. But let, let me just share that I would love to be able to have that conversation. You can email me directly at nancy at nancymccrady.com or you can click that button that says start the conversation, schedule a call and see what options are there and available. Uh, but here is just some of what can happen. Again, it's not rigid. It has to have life in it. It has to be organic. Um, and the organization can come then uh, as it's custom designed for um, the specifics of what is being built. Because I come alongside builders, visionaries, leaders, pastors, and uh, want to pour into people and into what they're doing um, so as to invigorate what they're doing, to help mature people so that they can do the mighty exploits that God has put within them. So if you uh, download the PDF for corporate discipleship, uh, then you'll see that number one, we hold leadership gatherings with your team. Uh, because I believe in starting with those who are already the designated influencers. So leaders build leaders. Your best asset at your church or organization is your core team of people. And by hosting well-timed leadership development gatherings, you can equip your team to carry out uh, the vision for your church, your organization, uh, your ministry, your uh, school. Uh, I work with you know different groups and organizations, different businesses. When leaders understand their identity, then they can live out their destiny. So leading your core team into life and leadership development will empower them to turn and then strengthen your congregation, your business, your organization like never before. So here at NMM, we partner with leaders and pastors, builders and visionaries to hold these in-person leadership gatherings to equip your core leadership to mature and carry out your assignment, your mission uh, and your vision. 
Uh, so those leadership gatherings can be like recently, well, I say in the last few months, uh, there were pastors that attended a cross encounter. They said, we've got to have this. And I said, well, I haven't yet met your lead pastor. So why don't you fly me in? Uh, and we'll just hold conversations for just that day. And that's what they did. And I loved the simplicity of it and the informality of it. Uh, but yet it was very effective. So they flew me in for one day. And I just had lunch and conversations and visits with about six of their core pastoral team uh, in very informal settings. And then at the end of that day, they said, yes, we want to go forward with these leadership gatherings. So we scheduled that for about three months out and did that. They they took hold of that work and that message. And, you know, then things began to unfold through conversations and decisions that were made as we went. There was no pressure. There was no, you have to do it exactly like this. But there is yet a way. There are options to look at. So I love it when um, conversations can be had in a relational way. And those uh, conversations then lead to decisions. And then number two, it says create a structure for discipleship. So again, without a skeleton, the body has no mobility. God is a God of order and discipleship thrives best inside of a life-giving structure. It must be life-giving, which means that it must be organic. Oftentimes leaders struggle to create a structure for corporate discipleship because they haven't yet found a process that works for them personally. So once pastors and leaders, builders, visionaries discover a personal way forward, they are much more equipped to define and identify their specific challenges in building a corporate discipleship structure. This results in action items that can be impl implemented in a simple and steady way. Collaborative conversations are a great tool for this. So this is so very important. Conversations are so very important collaborative conversations where you're in partnership. Nobody's running it. Nobody's forcing it. Nobody's pressuring it. That, that just cannot be. So you can't build something that is going to open up doors to the deep grace of God that doesn't have grace in its very planning and structure. So collaborative conversations are very, very important. And I find that once the leadership begins to enter in for themselves, many, many questions begin to be answered. They begin to understand the process. They begin to open up doors for others, and it begins to have life flowing through it. So that is very, very key. Then once leadership has begun to enter in for themselves through conversations, discussions, they begin to make decisions then we're able to host a 48-hour retreat and or conference. And this is uh, oftentimes the first one they want to do is Cross Encounter, but that does not have to be. Uh, Cross Encounter is um, and was designed by me uh, to be a great uh, opening entry uh, gate, if you will, for people to begin to take hold of the message. And especially for leadership, um, because a performance culture is exhausting. And you have to put on that same performance week after week. And many times yet, uh, you don't see tangible results just from doing your Sunday services, your, 
you know, these things that you do. So hosting a 48-hour retreat or conference provides a much-needed reset for leadership first, a fresh opportunity to walk in newness of life, and it creates space for personal encounters with God to discover His goodness and their identity that comes out of that, to begin to really understand what is the greatness that God has put within me, because it is framed, my friends, by His goodness. Everything is coming out of His goodness. And we want to shift our focus onto what Jesus has done and not our own performance. And then we can come out of that cycle of a performance culture that is so exhausting. It doesn't mean we come in and attack what you're doing. It doesn't mean that you have to attack what you've been doing, right? But it means that we can begin to come aside. So that 48-hour conference or retreat Uh, The way that I lead that and set that up does not have to be exhausting for those attending. Uh, It can be done in a simple way, but conversations help us to understand that better. So without conversations, oftentimes it just, uh, it lacks in uh, the vitality of it because we just see it as one more thing that we need to do rather than know why don't you let me Take care of that, and you come and receive, and listen, and hear, and learn, and then make decisions. Also, there can be a way for corporate discipleship. is a, We can lend to you support in your weekend corporate gatherings. And uh, this way, uh, we can come in, and typically people will see that as preaching and teaching, uh, but I always prefer uh, to come in Uh, in the most low-key fashion as possible. I'm not looking to come on a platform and be, uh, you know, introduced to the entire church at one time. I have done it where I come in on a Friday, Saturday, and I'm with the leadership, and then I do uh, speak on a Sunday, whether that's in the Sunday morning main services or a special gathering on Sunday afternoon, maybe with a core group of leaders, Uh, after spending Friday and Saturday with uh, the pastoral staff, let's say. So it can be formed and fashioned in that best way possible. But we are certainly open because people have to know you and they have to hear your message and your heart. And we are open to all of that happening in the best way possible. And then guiding you, the leadership, through the discipleship process. So it says, it's true that time is of the essence and we are in days of great glory and great trouble. Yet, to rush the building process or want immediate results will usually cause us to simply cycle back through another lackluster and disappointing series of fits and starts. It's good to remember this is not a program, but a process. So seeking out collaborative partnerships with those who have wisdom and experience when it comes to building your custom design plan can save you the trouble of having to start from ground zero. So again, here at NMM, relational connections, conversations, and collaboration are top priorities. So being available to walk through the day-to-day aspects of an authentic building process is what we anticipate and prepare for. This is not a burden to us. It's not a problem for us. Giving God time to do it His way is the most pivotal and productive thing that we can do together. So I want to close it out here because... You can download the PDF 
uh, there at nancymccready.com and you can read it further. And then you can decide, do you want to schedule uh, a call with me? Do you want to start that conversation if you're a person who's ready to say, come on, talk to me more in detail. Let's get down into the practicalities. What does this really look like? And then knowing that there's no obligation after the conversation. You can have it, say thank you, uh, we'll think about it, or you might begin to realize, wow, this is exactly what we've been looking for, is a person who can be a door for us into exploring the options of really building a culture of discipleship where we're building the people of God for the hour in which we live. So there you have it for today. And uh, I hope that this encourages you to know there are ways to move forward because my friends, God is on the move and we want to move with him. It can be organized and organic. God is able to do it all. So we want to be a partner to you and we look forward to collaborative conversations in the very near future. So love you all. We will talk soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.